the SMB Podcast channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at smbpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. And this is a Memorial Day episode of Cooking with Angel. I just wanted to do a little demonstration of how I make my potato salad and also deviled eggs. Um, I've done a bunch of recipes before and um, haven't really liked them too much in terms of tasting authentic when it comes to the potato salad. Um, for the deviled eggs, we found a recipe that actually has no sugar in it at all. And that was really hard to find for us. So it was important at the time. Uh, we were all doing keto. And now I think it's just a good idea to might as well make it without sugar. So welcome to the show. Um, I'm going to start with the deviled eggs. The potatoes are quartered and they're boiling right now. Hey, Chris. Okay, so I have the um, eggs boiled. And I'm just going to place them on this trivet. The whole pot. So I can show you how to do it. What I do is I then transfer them into uh, ice water. Hey, Wanda. And I figured I'd do it nice and early. And mom and uh, another Wanda as well. Okay. Uh, also, we are on the SMB podcast channel right now. So I want to say hello to all of my listeners there also. Okay, so the recipe for the uh, deviled eggs calls for 12 eggs. But I'm also making potato salad. So what I wound up making was 15 eggs, three for the potato salad. And if you have been to any of my parties, then you have already tasted <laughs> these deviled eggs probably and the potato salad. Um, I used to make it when I lived in New York, the potato salad anyway. So anyway, I hope everyone has something planned for today, even if it's not an outdoor barbecue, a little something. And, um, you know, of course, we got to remember the service men and women, which is what this day is all about, right? So let me just go here real quick to my Facebook page. And as I had mentioned the other day to somebody, um, these videos are all on... Um, YouTube right now. So the good thing about that is you don't have to go hunting for them if you want to see the videos. I know sometimes it gets a little crazy on the social media pages with like random posts and things like that. So in any case, I'm putting the eggs in an ice water bath. And what I'm going to do is just roll them back and forth and then peel them. I could rinse them there. Now the deviled eggs, this is a pretty, um, old recipe that has been around for a little while, but a friend of ours recently gave it to us, our friend Amy, and her deviled eggs are just, they're really fantastic. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Okay, so the eggs are all out. I'm just gonna go ahead and dump this water. Sometimes when you dump the water, um, it's like a, a hot water bath, you know, 
and uh, a lot of Italian women say that that's the facial that they get when they're doing their pasta and stuff like that. You just let the hot water a little bit fan it to yourself. So I always thought that was kind of funny. Okay, so I'm gonna take a clean cutting board and I'm just gonna go ahead and roll these on here. Hey, Michelle. My honey is on here too. All right, so just rolling them back and forth. Now with the deviled eggs, what you're gonna do, and these are still a little bit warm, is you're gonna want to cut them in half and then scoop out the insides. So, if you get a couple of them that are kind of ugly when you go to cut them in half, that's okay. Um, those could be for the chef. And if you have a lot of people coming over or something like that, you might want to do more than the 12. Obviously, 12 is going to make 24 deviled eggs. Um, they're halves. And, um, you know, just to make sure they look pretty. You could also get a deviled egg tray, which is what we have here. Um, as well and they even sell them honestly even in the dollar store they have them everywhere so it's a nice easy way to um, present them or you could even present them on a regular plate okay so the recipe for this calls for 12 eggs half a cup of mayo half a cup of cilantro uh, one tablespoon of lime juice one tablespoon of Frank's red hot or hot sauce and a half a teaspoon of sea salt so I know it says um, hot sauce but honestly it's not like spicy if you don't like spice it's not it's not very spicy I mean they're doubled for a reason right but um, it's not like super duper spicy and then what we're gonna do hopefully um, after we do the uh, potato salad and the um, deviled eggs is I'm gonna show you how to make fried Oreos which is a nice little surprise. And I might have a guest with me, uh, a little guest who's been dying to be on the show. So we'll see how that goes. All right, so see how this egg is not so pretty? It's okay, because it's gonna be down. That part is gonna be face down. So in any case, see if we have any comments. Hi, David. And Susanna, hey Susanna. I think my sister is visiting you also for Memorial Day weekend, so tell her I said hi. All right, so here we go. Just peeling the eggs. So for this, you're just gonna want the 12 and then it's gonna become the 24. And let's see what else we have cooking for today. Our next show is gonna be with Lillian and she wants to do something called um, Hasselback Potatoes. I don't know if any of you guys have ever heard of something like that. And um, so those are pretty cool too. And I believe she's sending me a recipe book, which is really cool with that in it. I know a bunch of friends of mine are starting um, cookbooks. So in my mind, I'm like, maybe, maybe one day I'll make a cookbook. That would be really cool. But um, in any case, so, all right. So we're just moving right along here. So I'm not gonna make them all well, actually, yeah, I will. Because <laughs> I want the mix to come out good. And it actually is just like so delicious. You're gonna love it. All right, so let me show you what we're doing here. We're just peeling. And then I'm gonna show you how easy it is just to scoop them out. I'm not the best uh, egg peeler in the world, but that's okay, here we go. So fun fact about me, um, I never used to eat eggs ever. 
Like I thought they were really, really gross. And just, you know, wasn't feeling them. And um, basically, like, when I had my son when I was pregnant, I used to make eggs all the time for my husband. And what I would do is, um, you know, however he liked them. If he wanted them fried, if he wanted them scrambled, if he wanted the omelet, you know, however he wanted them because I wasn't going to eat them anyway. So um, one day, I'm pregnant with uh, my son, Jack, and I'm eating the egg. Uh, I'm making the eggs, right? And I'm like, wow, this smells really, really good, you know? I'm like, wow, these, these smell delicious. And I'm, mind you, like very pregnant, and I'm getting closer and closer and <laughs> closer to the eggs. And the next thing you know, I wound up trying them, and I actually love them. And it's one of those like uh, green egg and ham kind of deals. <laughs> so it's like, try them. And then <laughs> I love green eggs with ham. Hey, Marena and Christina and James and Edgar. So good to see you guys. I don't know if you're going to try this recipe um, today, but it's actually a recipe that you can take with you, you know, to any party or anything like that that you're doing. It's really cool. Used to hate corn. That's crazy. I love corn now. You see, like corn, I know, has kind of no nutritional value, right? But it tastes good. And this thing that I found, me and my hubby, we found uh, recently. I don't know if you guys eat at Chili's at all, but I'm sure there's other places that are more authentic, you know, in terms of what the, this is. It's a Mexican street roasted corn. If you haven't had it yet, it's really good. It's like, you know, those... I think they call them elotes or something like that. It's really delicious. Okay, so I'm just gonna check the potatoes. Let's see. I'm gonna pull one out with the ladle. Whenever I'm boiling, I wanna use the ladle just because I don't wanna get like really, really burnt. Okay, so these are perfect right now. I'm gonna just show you. Not that one. I'm not gonna show you that one. <laughs> I think the episodes when I cook on my own are a little bit more. I love Lucy than the ones that uh, I do with other people. Okay, God bless you too, Christina. Okay, see how easy this went in? That means they're ready. So I'm just gonna turn off the boiler. And it's always like a juggling act for me when I'm making more than one thing at a time. So that's when the ADD hits in, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, now we're doing this. So let me just take these guys off the stove. I always have my strainer just directly in the um, sink for moments like this. And again, we're getting that steam bath. That poor woman's facial, right? But it works, it's fantastic. Okay, so. Those guys can hang out, and you're gonna want the um, the potatoes to cool because it's gonna make it easier for you to just like peel off the skin. So when I put them in, they had the skin on them. If you put them in uh, peeled, that's okay, but what's gonna happen is the skin on the outside becomes like another layer. So you're gonna have to peel them again anyway. So I just quarter them. If you don't, I know I said six medium, uh, potatoes, but if you don't have six medium potatoes, like mine didn't come with bigger potatoes, it came with smaller ones. So I figure two smaller ones equals one medium one. So that's okay. All right, let's see. Yeah, 
I love it. Delicious. I mean, there's so many things that I've eaten like as an adult that I'm just like, what the heck was wrong with me? And that's why I have faith that my son is not going to be so picky one day. He eats like five things, but he recently discovered grapes, green grapes that are seedless. So he actually enjoys those. So that's really cool. All right. So the other thing that I like to make on, um, you know, like barbecue days is uh, macaroni and cheese. And I found a really delicious recipe for bacon and like three cheese, macaroni and cheese. I made it for my husband's birthday one year, like his 30th birthday. And it was fantastic. It was a lot of work. I'm not even going to lie to you. It was like so much work, but it was delicious. So if I find the recipe again, which I probably will only because I tend to bookmark every recipe that I find that I like um, in my phone, then I will share that with you guys also. All right, so here we go. I have three more eggs, but I'll save those for the potato salad so we can move along here. All right, 12 eggs peeled, boom. Just gonna move this over and I'm gonna show you how to do this. So let me get my little thing here. cool one that I have here this is actually I think my mom's that I kept sorry um, <laughs> you can take it home later and what it is it's a double egg holder and then it has a little cover so you could transport them to a party or something like that which is really cool I really like that idea and whenever we have parties we like to um, like I said in the last show we like to have a lot of little snacky things for people so this is one of them and honestly they go like we had a party, hey Angelica, we had a party uh, for Three Kings Day this year. I don't even know how many deviled eggs um, Amy made. I want to say probably 24 and they were gone. I mean like gone fast. She made this beautiful um, like tray with stuff and that was fantastic also. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to cut them in half. You're going to also need a little spoon. So, let's see if this is small enough. No. I use this guy. Oh, no. This one. You're going to want to use a teaspoon because remember, inside the eggs is very small. So, I'm going to show you this way because it's prettier. And I pretty much rinsed them all. But let me just get a little. <coughs> let me get a little more water. To rinse them off too because you don't want eggshells on your deviled eggs that is for sure all right so I'm just gonna rinse them and then I'll cut them and I'll show you how to scoop them out okay so for me I don't want to get cut my grandma used to cut everything into her hand like this let me rinse my knife like this which you know you could do but Kind of dangerous all right see how pretty the yolks are if you have boiled the eggs for too long the yolks start to look green but not the end of the world all right so we're gonna put them in the plate I don't know if you guys can see the plate but as I take the yolk out I'm kind of like opening up the white part a little bit so I can get my spoon in there and boom they scoop right out super easy all right, so let me just cut them all 
And luckily for me, they all came out of the shell really pretty, except for one that's kind of ugly. But it's still going to taste good. Oop, that guy escaped. All right, so we're just going to scoop them in. And then we'll add the um, ingredients little by little. And let me tell you, it's really, really hard to get a recipe that is for doubled eggs um, that you like, especially one that has no sugar in it. We tried when my husband was doing keto and it came out bad. <laughs> like I can't even. And it's funny because he goes to me, um, is that the recipe your mother uses? And I was like, no, this is a new one. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, why? He's like, mm, no, 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 no reason. I'm like, why? It doesn't taste good, right? And he's like, mm, it's interesting. And you know, whenever somebody tells you something's interesting in the kitchen, that's code for it tastes terrible. <laughs> so, at least in my house. All right, so those guys are in. And you can see that these are like the little shells. You're gonna wanna refrigerate this before you serve it. You know, if you have the time, it would be a good idea. And then let it sit out for a little bit before the party. So let's say for example, like for us, my mom is coming at three. So I'm gonna throw these guys in the fridge and then um, around 2.30, I'll take them out, let them get kind of to room temperature because if not, they're gonna be like not as delicious. I don't know. <laughs> That's the scientific term, not as delicious. Let's see. All right, down to the wire here. Boop. There's the joy that I get from taking the yolks out of these guys, honestly. It's kind of fantastic. It's like that instant gratification. All right. I was gonna only make six and then have 12 um, for today because it's only three of us, but honestly, these are so good. And the other thing is that I wound up making them this year for Easter. So, you know, with all this virus stuff or whatever, um, we wound up not having like so, so many eggs. It was kind of hard to find eggs around Easter time. So I wound up with like a dozen eggs. So what I did was, and I've never done this before, but I think I'm going to keep doing it, is I um, use food coloring to dye the eggs instead of the, you know, coloring that comes with the dye packages. And then I was able to make doubled eggs the next day from the food colored eggs. So that was kind of cool. All right. So this holder only holds less than 24 eggs. So... So 18, so that's very good news for us because then the ugly ones can just stay on the side. We can just eat those and I don't have to present them. So boom, beautiful. Hey Carmen. So here we go. All right, all the yolks are in officially and these guys, I'll just put them to the side. These are the ugly ones that I'll eat before people come. Okay. <laughs> That's the beauty of being the chef, right? You could just do what you want. All right, so let's see. Just move that over. All right, so that was, it was that easy. So these are the egg outsides. So now for this, what we're gonna do, we're just gonna add the stuff that goes in here. So half a cup of mayo. Let me just grab my mayo real quick. Where are you now? 
brand new mail. I got my Hellman's mail only because I get yelled at every time I don't use Hellman's by someone who shall not be named, but is going to be here at 3 o'clock today. Just putting that out there. Okay. Hey, Lily. All right, let's see. So half a cup of mayo, which might seem like a lot, but this is a lot of eggs. So it's not that much. You could use a measuring cup. You could use those little measuring cups too, whatever makes you happy. All right, there we go, half cup. All right, so I'm just gonna scoop them in. That's what makes them deliciously wonderful. And if you're tuning in right now, this is just egg yolks with mayo for right now. All right, half a cup of cilantro. So um, if you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, I actually just got a hack about cilantro. And basically what it is is that you could take the um, cilantro, put it in a cup of water, and then put like a Ziploc over it. It makes like a little greenhouse for it. Okay. That's okay. I, I didn't know it was going to be on today either. I decided last night, or yesterday evening, I was like, you know what, I'm going to make this anyway, so might as well do it on the show. So right now I'm just making like a really delicious, foolproof um, deviled eggs, and then we're going to do the potato salad, and then we're going to do a surprise item with a little chef in our house, which is fried Oreos. So those are the kind of desserts that I make. Which is why it's good that I don't make dessert all the time. <laughs> Alright, so half a cup of cilantro. Yeah, that's about right. I'm going to add a little bit more. Um, we made them one time, I think, with lemon juice instead of lime juice. And that really wasn't as good. So you're going to want the lime. It, it really does make a difference if you use lemon or lime. Sorry to say. Because lemon does have that little bit of sweetness to it, you know. Alright, so here we go. Got my cilantro, and honestly, I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty because I think that's part of cooking, at least for me. All right, so I'm just gonna chop it up nice and fine. Get my trusty knife here. Not as prepared as I would like to be. We had a very interesting <laughs> night last night with the kids waking up and all this other craziness. So, ask Jack to save me one. I never had one. Okay, so my mom never had a fried Oreo before. They are like one of those um, carnival snacks. Um, someone that I was friends with before, hate to say it like that, but <laughs> um, she did them for us and we really, really like them. And um, they're just really, really good. So what I have is the Oreo minis. And I think that is a better idea. Hey, Diana. Um, just because you know, you don't want to eat giant Oreos that are deep fried sometimes. Um, okay, so we're going to chop this up really fine because you don't want um, the cilantro to be like visible so much or in your mouth like a giant leaf or anything like that. Okay, so this is the cilantro. Then the next step we're going to do is one tablespoon of lime juice. So I got my limes and... I was a little concerned that the groceries weren't going to come in time today, but they did. So, yay! Um, I had some backup groceries, <laughs> just in case, but it wouldn't have been as perfect. Alright, so, just keep chopping here. Hey, Abby! Got a bunch of ladies on here and some gents. 
Um, okay, so here we go. This is the deviled eggs. So I'm just gonna chop it up a little bit, tiny bit more. You could do this in the food processor, um, which might have been a good idea, just because the cilantro is a little bit wet. So maybe next time that'll be what I do. But I have very sharp knives right now because um, of my friend Janie. So, oh my gosh, mom said maybe dip the fried Oreos in chocolate. Would that be too much? Yes, that is too much. I I, I think so. Um, only because the Oreos are already chocolatey, and so it's gonna be like chocolatey, melty, creamy, pancakey goodness. It's like a fried. Twinkie. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that or tried it. I, I, I think I've tried one like once. So, in any case, it's so decadent already. I think it might be too much. Um, but, you know, not against trying it. <laughs> Alright, so now uh, we're going to do the lime juice. Let me just grab a lime. And again, I'm not like, you know, a million percent prepared here. Sorry, guys. But I thought this was important because... It was really, really hard for me to find the right recipe for this stuff. And so I wanted to share it. Because it, it's hard when you go online. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this for the first time. And then what if it doesn't come out good, you know? So um, an old boss of mine from years ago actually told me, never make something that you're going to present to someone else in terms of food. Uh, for the first time like make it for the first time for yourself because there could be a disaster <laughs> and that is very true okay so a tablespoon of lime juice here we go so I need somebody to show me how to make and I know it's gonna sound terrible how to make arroz con gandules like for real because I tried to make it um, I think it was last Sunday it came out so bad. <laughs> Honestly, it was just terrible. Um, I put all the stuff in it. Like, I didn't make sofrito, but I put all the sofrito kind of things in it, you know? Like, all the seasonings and whatever. And the, I put in the tomato sauce, and I put in the beans, and um, I cooked them for a little bit, and then I put in the water, and I put in equal parts water to um, rice, and then I even put in a plantain that was grated because I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be really gangsta about this and whatever. And I don't know what happened. I honestly, I have no idea. Uh, the next thing I know, the bottom of the, the pot was burning. I don't know how that happened. I ran, <laughs> I ran and grabbed my um, rice cooker salvaged whatever rice was not touching the bottom, threw it in the rice cooker, added a little tiny bit more water, and it was fine. So that was good. Um, it was a little, like, mushy. But for whatever reason, I don't know why, it just didn't taste right. And it wasn't, like, grainy. So, oh, yeah, okay. Any tips on how to get the shell off the egg? So, um... What I do is, when I'm boiling the eggs, I put them in um, ice water when they're done. And then, um, I let them cool a little. I roll them back and forth on a cutting board. And then I just peel them off like that. And um, I keep the ice water next to me because I like to be able to rinse them again. Because sometimes 
when you take the shells off, they have still a little bit of um, shell on them, and you definitely don't want that in your food, you know? So that's what I do. Okay, half a teaspoon of the hot sauce. And I have Frank's Red Hot <laughs> um, hot sauce. So there we go. All right, so last ingredient, boom, half a teaspoon of sea salt. So let me go ahead and grab the salt. Here we go. And I just keep reusing the same, um, you know, the same spoons and stuff like that. That's fine because it's all going in the same dish. So if you find yourself doing that also, don't worry. All right. So here we go with the salt. So it's just half a teaspoon. And it should be easy. Okay. So I'm going to just take out the rice that's in my salt shaker. You know, I really should bring out the real salt for the, ne for the next episode. Oops, okay. So I always do the salt not over the dish, like whenever I, you know, put it in, because I have gotten salt in my food before, which is not nice. Hey, Ashley and Maura. So nice to see you guys. I figured like, let's just do this now in case you're going to somebody's house or people are coming over or even for your own family and you wanted to make this stuff. And also, you know, it's a different time. So folks who are working uh, Friday evenings, you know, might not be able to catch the show. So this, I figured it was a nice little deal. All right, so to recap, we have 12 eggs, half, the yolks taken out, half a cup of mayo, half a cup of cilantro chopped, one tablespoon of lime juice, half a tablespoon of Frank's Red Hot, and half a teaspoon of sea salt. So that's it. That's the whole shebang. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna just use a fork because whatever, it's okay. Uh, my mom says, Lillian, who is an excellent cook, tried to teach me how to make arroz con gandules. Epic fail, I cannot do it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I need somebody who wants to get on the show. <laughs> and show me and everybody else uh, how to make arroz con gandules. And if you know how to make it, then I'm happy for you. <laughs> but I need you to contact me <laughs> and show me how to do this. So anyway, um, my son likes it, but he always peels out the gandules. Like he takes them out. All right, so I'm just, it's just a rough, you know, mix here. You don't have to mix it to death. Um, you could use a whisk. The problem with the whisk is that then it ends up all inside the whisk and, you, you know, if you don't mind that, that's fine. I don't care for that. Um, so I'm just using the fork, I'm mashing the yolks, and I'm mixing it together. Now, you may or may not have a pastry bag. I personally do not have one on hand. I have one deep in the abyss of things. Um, the problem with that is that the one that I have is from the dollar store. <laughs> And every time I use it, it's a ginormous fiasco. So I was like, I'm not even gonna bother looking for it. Um, I've seen this life hack where they take a soda bottle and they pierce the um, cap of it into a star. And then they cut the soda bottle, let's say at the top and pierce the cap, put it in a Ziploc, screw the cap on, you know, like cut a hole in the Ziploc, screw the cap on it. And that is like a mock pastry bag. And you could do that too um, if you don't have one and you're desperate. But 
it doesn't really bother me if they don't look perfect like the insides because they taste so good that whoever is eating this is going to be like they're delicious it doesn't matter they could be ugly you know not that i'm recommending that you make them ugly on purpose <laughs> but they could be ugly and nobody's going to care so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and scoop this into a freezer Ziploc bag, which I find to be a little bit thicker than the regular sandwich bags. I'm going to use the gallon bag and then cut the edge off and just scoop them right in. I'm going to show you. These are like the behind the scenes secrets. Okay, so. Where are the scissors? Okay. We can't find the scissors. But that's okay. You know why? Because I don't need the scissors. What I'm gonna do, you see this bag? I'm just gonna cut off a tiny bit. Maybe I would say a quarter of an, a half an inch. Let's go with a half an inch. Oh, uh, you know what? That looks like half an inch, okay. And then I'm just gonna scoop in the insides. Okay. To use the same fork. Just throw them in there. Try to get it towards the hole um, so that you're not wasting as much, you know, like on the side of the bag. There we go. I'm all about getting maximum amount of egg yolk into the eggs just because it does really taste delicious. Okay. At this point, I'm going to just rest this here and get my spatula because there's stuff all inside this. And it's just goodness that we don't want to waste. Okay, there we go. All right, I'm gonna save this so that I can taste it and ooh and ah, <laughs> and tell you guys how delicious it is. Um, I don't know if you heard my anecdote the other day when I was saying that my hubby always laughs when the chefs are like, oh, that's so good after they make it on TV. That always makes him laugh. Would a smaller bag work as well? A smaller bag would work, um, sure. I like to use this one, not even just because it's big, but because it's a freezer bag. And the reason I say that is because um, it's thicker than the regular sandwich bags. So I, I prefer that myself, personally. Okay, so this is done. And what I'm gonna do, my hole is here. I'm just gonna scoop this in, my last little scoop. There we go. Done, good enough. All right, so I'm gonna seal it. I mean, you probably don't have to. I'm not gonna seal it all the way, but. And then I'm just gonna start moving them down like with my hands. This is why try to get it towards the hole as much as you can. So it's not so much you have to squeeze down. And again, this is how I do it. If you do it a different way and you want to share how you do it, that would be cool. And that way, you know, I could see it a new technique. That would be nice too. Um, but this is for people who want to see a demonstration and it works for me. <laughs> so, you know, not everybody's the same, of course, but all right. So yeah, we're going to want to leave the bag a little bit open just so the top air can escape. All right, so I have it like half open. All right, so makeshift pastry bag. Most, if not all, well, most of the mix is towards the bottom. So I'm just gonna squeeze it right into the 
insides and there you go and it's not ugly you know you could do different designs i guess i've seen them that are just like gorgeous rosettes and that's beautiful and if you wanted to you know make those for me i wouldn't be mad but <laughs> this is for my family um this is in my house so um it's okay all right so i'm just gonna squeeze this in i feel like there's some resistance here so when that happens you could just squeeze more towards the bottom of the bag to help it out that might be like a little bit of thicker yolk at that point okay and let me see what okay there we go and just gonna squeeze them in all right so that's that all right and just put them all in there it could be a fast thing you know um before i even thought of this i was making them with spoons like two spoons and just scooping them into the inside you see how fast that is and if you don't like the way it looks you could always use a spoon to kind of squash it down or whatever okay and then what you're gonna do is you're going to um put them in the fridge again but till about a half an hour before you can eat them um so like if you're going to somebody's house and they live a half an hour away that works too um and you're gonna cover them with plastic wrap so um i don't really care so much about the look of the yolk but if you did a really really nice job and you don't want them to get messed up you could put something tall in the middle of your plate so right here you could put something tall and that way when you plastic wrap it it's almost like a tent um so that way it doesn't squash what you have going on all right so they're in there i'm just gonna squeeze them in make life easy for myself if the hole gets a little bit bigger that's not the end of the world you know it's fine there we go all right almost done boom boom all right and these are really honestly just delicious I love them all right so that's it and I'm gonna just squeeze this guy in there and I got some behind me that were like you know the ugly ducklings so those guys I'm gonna use to taste them let's see this one let's see how good that is all right do -do -do. squeeze it in there I'm gonna test it for you guys okay <laughs> delicious it's really good because of all the manipulation the yolk is not cold um, the outside is so again that's why you want to bring them all to the same temperature and then bring them to room temperature done okay wow they're just good every time this is honestly like a really foolproof recipe so if you're looking for deviled eggs for something this is a great recipe. All right, I'm gonna set these to the side. Next, I'm gonna work on the potato salad. So, get these guys out of here. And I'm gonna just set this to the side real quick. Okay, out of my shelf.
after you make it, but it's not the same. You really should, um, you really should refrigerate it and then let it come back down to room temperature. And something, I don't know what it does to the flavors, but it really does help. Alright, so, the potato salad is a recipe that I found online many years ago. Um, I was that person who was going to barbecues and stuff, and I'm like, what can I bring? What can I make? I want to make something different. Or if I'm going to have a little barbecue in the house, like I want to have potato salad. And for me, it's very hard to find a potato salad that I actually like. Um, everybody makes it different. Some people's I love. Some that I have purchased, I don't particularly care for. So this is a really, really easy potato salad recipe that I love. It always comes out good, just like the deviled eggs. Okay, so I'm going to take the potatoes, which have been cooling all this time. And again, I quartered them. The size is about this big. They're still a little bit warm. Um, I would say that's about two inches in diameter okay and then I let them cool and that just makes them much easier to peel so we're just gonna peel the skins right off and then I'm gonna read you the recipe okay so you're gonna do this right into the bowl it's super easy so we're gonna take the peeled potatoes and again you're not gonna want to boil them to death because when you make your um, potato salad they're gonna just be mush and you don't want that so what I did is I quartered them and the pieces are about like I said two inches in diameter I boiled them for about 20 minutes the recipe says 20 to 25 minutes for me I have them the water already boiling when I put them in and then 20 minutes from then and you see how easy it is to peel these guys once they cool um, it's like the skin lifts up a little bit so I prefer to do it this way and if you had peeled them before they cooled, I mean, before you put them in, the skin is going to do the same thing. It's going to be like a tougher layer. So I don't, I don't like to do that. All right. So you're going to take a big bowl and just go ahead and put all the potatoes in there. And then what you're going to add is, and I think this is kind of like a secret ingredient. Maybe not so secret to everybody, but, <laughs> but to me, um, three tablespoons of white vinegar. And what the vinegar does is it gives it really like a tangy, uh, salty kind of flavor to it, which I like on um, my potato salad. And also, if you're like me, um, I'm trying not to cook with too much salt. So vinegar is a really nice alternative to salt. Um, uh, there was a time when we had major blood pressure issues in the house and we needed to not use salt at all and um, so what we, I was doing which a friend of mine Joel, um, gosh forget his name anyway uh, <laughs> it's terrible but a friend of mine was suggesting was to clean the meat like um, chicken or steaks or you know, um, meat like that, pork chops, with vinegar. And that gives it a salty flavor without having to add salt to it. And that's very true, it does really work. And also I feel like when you clean the meat with vinegar, it's almost like more clean than just with water. So I really like to do that. 
So we're adding the vinegar. So that's three tablespoons of vinegar, two celery stalks, diced, six green onions, diced. Now, if for whatever reason, you don't know what green onions are, <laughs> welcome to my world. <laughs> um, I had no idea what green onions were. I grew up in New York my whole life and I know them as scallions, um, maybe chives, but I never heard of green onions. So I was like, what the heck is green onion? Yes, absolutely, Christine. If you try the recipe, please um, put a picture up, you know, like on my Facebook or Instagram. I would love to see that. And hello to Alexandra. Welcome. Um, so anyway, green onions are scallions, if you didn't know that. Now, let's say, for example, you don't have green onions because <laughs> you don't know what they are. That has happened to me. Um, it was one of the first times I made this dish. I think it was actually the first time, which, again, <laughs> is why it's good to make it the first time in the comfort of your own home without anybody else from outside tasting it. That's just my philosophy that I got from my old boss, um, my former boss, I should say, um, casing. So in any case, um, you could take regular onions, but you're not going to use six onions <laughs> because that would be disgusting. Um, if you're going to use regular onions instead of green onions, like you want to make this today, let's say, and you don't have green onions, aka scallions, um, what you could do is take a regular onion. And um, what you could do is chop it up really finely, maybe use three quarters of the onion, and rinse it before you put it in here. And the rinsing is really gonna make the onion taste go down a little bit. So that's a safe bet. I wouldn't put in really a whole onion either. Okay, hard boiled eggs. So the person who created this recipe, whatever the name is, um, they say five hard boiled eggs, but that their mother makes it with three. So I'm already using 12 eggs for the deviled eggs. So that's a lot of eggs. So I just decided to go with three. So you could do five if you like five, um, if you really like hard boiled eggs. And what I do with the hard boiled eggs in this is I save one to the end. And then like if I bring it to somebody's house, hey Ronnie, what I like to do is I like to um, slice it and place it on top. And I think that looks really pretty. So um, you would slice it obviously with the yolk showing and then um, just put it right on top. That looks really nice. Another thing that looks really nice on this, which I'll do before I post up the pictures, is um, paprika. So I add a little paprika into it and then um, just, actually you don't even have to put paprika in it if you don't want to. But what you could do is put a little paprika Oh, okay, they call them garden onions in, in Minnesota. You see, if somebody was to tell me that I had to add garden onions, I would be like, what? Huh? <laughs> like, you mean scallions? Chives? Um, that's so funny. Yeah, everybody calls them something else. I uh, wonder when they, why they have so many names. That's so weird. Um, but in any case, you could add the paprika for garnish. Now, insider tip on the paprika. Like with the salt, you're going to want to pour the paprika into your hand first and then just sprinkle it, dust it. Pretend that you are the salt bay. I don't know if you guys have seen that meme from many years ago with the salt bay. I didn't know what it was at first, but it's this guy. I think he has glasses or sunglasses or something. He looks like, um, 
oh my god, what's that guy's name? Tony Stark. And um, anyways, Robert Downey Jr. That's what he looks like with sunglasses that are like halfway down his face. And he has the salt and he's like, Shh. that's what you want to do with the paprika. You don't want to be like, no, that's horrible. You, <laughs> you're going to want to do the paprika at the end once the whole thing is plated. And your sliced eggs are on top and it looks beautiful and then you could just put a little bit of paprika like in the corners and a little bit around the middle and that's it stop you know um, and, I'll, and I'll put up pictures so you guys can see all right so that's the paprika now this recipe calls for one and a half cups of Miracle Whip or mayonnaise now in my house you get your butt kicked <laughs> for using Miracle Whip okay but to each his own. I, I don't dislike Miracle Whip. I've had it before, um, but it doesn't really taste like mayonnaise. And and when I say butt kicked, I mean that figuratively and by my mother. <laughs> so don't, you know, let's not think the worst here, guys. All right. So in any case, uh, my mom is a mayonnaise snob. I, I have come to that conclusion. She likes only Hellman's. So if you're going to use Miracle Whip, let me know how it tastes, how it comes out. I have never been able to do that. Um, but I would imagine it'll still be very good. And one tablespoon yellow mustard. Okay. One and a half teaspoons of celery seed. I have never, ever used that. I don't have celery seed. And I don't feel that it needs it. But if you have celery seed and you would like to add that, that is perfectly fine. Um... Three quarters teaspoon of kosher salt I find that regular salt works just as well and three quarter teaspoon of ground black pepper uh, freshly ground if you have regular black pepper I'm sure that will be delicious also um, the reason they say freshly ground is because the flavor is a little bit stronger but either way it's still good you could use the pepper from like the little box or whatever with the red label on it <laughs> It's fine. All right. Now, when I'm peeling these potatoes, what I like to do is take out the eyes, um, any hard parts. Sometimes when you're boiling, it doesn't completely get soft. So just take those guys out. You don't need them. Um, this is enough potatoes, honestly, for the meal without those parts. Um, whenever I'm cooking, I try to make every bite as consistent as the other. So let's say I'm making chicken and there's like those hard things on the chicken. I take those out because the last thing I want is for somebody to be biting into a piece of chicken. And I, I've had it happen to me, mostly from fast food, um, like chicken sandwiches, where all of a sudden there's like a hard bite and it's like, oh, oh my God, what is happening? So that's very gross. All right. Getting down to the wire here. Not many more potatoes. I'm just going to use this spoon to kind of scoop them out of their skin because it's starting to hurt my fingernails. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to wind up under my fingernails bothering me the whole day. And this is kind of fast also. This guy is mostly skin. I'm just going to peel it right off. There we go. Okay. So, and I don't know if you can see, but it's already lifted somewhat the skin. So I take off what I can. These are the eyes, this brown stuff, I take that out. I don't like the way it looks in the potato salad, and I don't think you need it, honestly, because it is a lot of potato salad. Um, this is 
eight servings of potato salad. So um, we're not going to have that many people here. It's just going to be us and my mom. But um, it's really good in the fridge like the next day also because I find that all the flavors really kind of melt together. So with that being the case, it, um, you know, making a little bit more than what we're going to eat today is fine. All right, I'm just going right along here, peeling and peeling and peeling. All right, there we go. Have like a couple little pieces left. Let's see. Almost done. And then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and <clears throat> I'm gonna mix it <clears throat> all together, but not in the plate that I'm gonna serve it in. Because I really want it to look pretty, you know? I think it's all about presentation with this potato salad. It has the capacity to be really beautiful. Um, so do the deviled eggs, but I think it's kind of more important with the potato salad just because the eggs are going to look pretty anyway, even if the yolks aren't like florets, it'll still look nice. Okay, here we go. Almost done, almost done, oh my goodness. Out. Come on. So close to being done. Oh, get out of here. All right, let's see. There we go. One more, promise. All right. And we're going to want like a bigger um, bowl for this. All right, I got some little eyes in here. Let me just take them out. That's just for my own neuroses. If you don't care, that's fine. It doesn't really matter. Okay, there we go. Done. Okay, let me just take this out of here. I'll take some of these little pieces also. All right. And rinse my hands. Okay. Get a nice bowl for this. There we go. All right, so there we go. So I'm just gonna put in the peeled onions. Hmm. You know what? I might need a bigger bowl than this. Let's see. Because it's a lot of potatoes. I'm gonna just rinse this guy out. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> All right, let's see. Throw a little soap in there. This is how you know that this is a at-home show. I don't have any like uh, assistants or production people. <laughs> this is my food journal at this point, a food blog. And yeah, just make do. All right. Nice and clean, no soap. Oh my gosh. I'm, I have a funny story. So. When I was a kid growing up, we used to have friends over, right? Because I wasn't allowed to go to anybody's house. It was a different time then, and it was pretty dangerous. I grew up in um, the South Bronx in the 80s. So if any of you know what that means, <laughs> that is um, crack epidemic time. So pretty much, you know, the streets are a little bit dangerous. I mean, I didn't know really, but in any case, it was reality there. So we had some friends over and I was washing dishes. I must have been like nine or 10 at the time. Again, not allowed in the kitchen much, right? So 
I'm putting on a show, I'm washing the dishes or whatever. And we have a friend who comes over with her sister and she winds up drinking like a big glass of, glass of water that I had washed. But unfortunately for her, I had not rinsed it very well. So needless to say, she got a big um, gulp of salt, soap water. So. Those are the things that happen. So anyway, ever since then, I have always made sure that I really, really rinse stuff out. Okay, so potatoes, three tablespoons of vinegar, white vinegar. It doesn't have to be like any special brand. Plain white vinegar that you get from the store is sufficient. Let me get my tablespoon real quick. This guy was hanging out with the eggs so here we go all right three tablespoons easy peasy one two three and this I don't mind doing over the potatoes because if a little bit extra goes in <laughs> that's okay uh, my mom said that's why you were not allowed in the kitchen I know right I, I'll outwore my welcome at an early age <laughs> No, girl. Mm -mm. I'll just do it myself. No, I think a lot of us know how that feels. Okay, two celery stalks, diced. It says ribs. I would imagine that means the stalk. I don't know why it says ribs on there. I know they're ribbed, but I don't know any non-ribbed <laughs> celery. So it could just be that this person was trying to be very specific. And they said that this is their grandma's recipe. So. I honestly believe that only because it's very good. It's a very good recipe. Alright, so I'm going to take these two stalks. And these are celery hearts. Um, it just so happens that my supermarket sells them like that. And the thing I like about them is that you don't have to cut off too much on the top because they're already cut down. Alright, so let me move this over so you can see kind of what is happening over here. Alright, where did I put... Ah, here we go. Gonna chop off the tops, even though it doesn't have the long stalk or whatever on it. Um, it's still kind of gross because it's if you can see, it's like oxidized. It's been exposed to the air. Just gonna cut off the ends, and then um, if there's any weird stuff going on here, like dried parts or whatever, it would be nice if you cut those off for your guests. Um, <laughs> it would be nice. So I just try to be mindful of that, you know. All right, I'm gonna put them on top of each other just to save time. And it says to dice them. So I'm gonna just cut them in little strips and then cut them the other way and then move on with my life. Um, then we're gonna do the six green onions. Now when we do the green onions, it's gonna be just the um, green stalks. It's not gonna be like the white part of it. I'm just gonna do the stalks. I don't know if anybody uses the white part of the green onion. Um, I never have. I don't know if that's like 
this may be silly, but I'm not really sure what that's for. So if you know, let me know, because I'm curious. Wow, this smells really good, this celery. And it also calls for celery seed, but if you don't have that, that's fine. I've never used it, and it's always tasted really, really good. So it's like a foolproof um, potato salad, as far as I'm concerned. It does have a lot of steps, but they're not hard. Um, probably the most difficult thing is the peeling the potatoes, and then once you get over that, it's not a big deal. And also, you could um, do this in the food processor. You could take the six celery stalks rinsed, I'm sorry, six green onions rinsed, and the two celery stalks, and just throw them in the food processor. And that would be a lot faster and easier um, than what I'm doing here. But because I'm on the podcast also, I don't want to, um, you know, have the food processor going. I believe they use celery on everything. Yeah, my grandma, she used to use celery on everything. That is very true. Um, a friend of mine, who we mentioned in the last show, Love, she used to take frozen celery and rub it on um, kids' gums, like, you know, for them when they're teething. But my daughter doesn't like the way it tastes. It does have a taste, the celery. I know it doesn't really have a strong taste, but I think when you're little like that, it does have a taste to it. So having it frozen, um, I think, mitigates the taste a little bit, but she still doesn't really care for it. But you could try it if you have kids that are teething. That might be a nice little surprise for them. Um, the nice thing about it is that it's ribbed so that it does scratch their gums. Okay, so here we go. Diced celery. It doesn't have to be like teeny, teeny, tiny, 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 tiny pieces. No. Diced. You know, little squares. So that's fine. All right, there we go. Boom. Just throw it in. Done. All right, the next thing is the six green onions. Okay. There we go. It's already looking pretty with the green and the potatoes. Okay. I don't know if you want to see that. There you go. It's really pretty. It's a beautiful salad. And that's why I say, like, <clears throat> this is more about presentation, I think, than the eggs. The eggs, everybody's seen deviled eggs for the most part. And also, if you wanted to, you could use paprika to garnish your deviled eggs as well. I like doing that too, actually. Um, what I like to do is um, also pour it in my hand first and then lightly sprinkle it on each egg. Okay, so when they say six green onions, I don't think they mean six of these. They might, but that's not what I do. What I do is I take <clears throat> six stalks. So one, two, Got this guy. Oops. Three. I don't know what to do with this. I'm gonna put it to the side. Four, five, six. Okay. You can use one more for good measure. There we go. Seven. Um. What I like to do with the chives, scallions, garden onions, um, <laughs> whatever you call them, green onions. I put them in a, a glass of water. Um, when they sell the roots on them, so like this, uh, with the root on it, I just throw it in the fridge. And that seems to make them last for longer also. Because they do get very wilty when they're by themselves in there. Maybe they're lonely. We don't know. Okay, so I'm going to chop this up pretty fine. Um, it says diced, so I'm, this is much easier to cut because you don't have to cut it you know, two different ways. You're just gonna cut them really small. 
And if you've seen um, scallions or whatever you want to call them on like a potato or on in cream cheese or anything like that, you're going to want them, you know, you like them small. They should be small. All right. One of the tips that I've seen on a lot of these shows with chefs is that you curl your fingers in and then you allow your knuckles to be the guide for the knife. So I'm still practicing on that because it's not as easy as it looks. I think it's just one of those muscle memory things for me. I tend to cut this way, which is, you know, probably not good. More likely to get cut. All right, so they're in there. I'm just gonna give them a rough chop the other way. There we go. And the scallions are done. Okay, the next thing you're gonna do is put in the hard boiled eggs. Again, I saved one for presentation. And it's just gonna get mixed in there anyway. Somebody's gonna wind up with a pretty slice of egg, whatever the case. But for me, I, I think it looks prettier that way. So I'm gonna use two of them. And then when I present it, then I would, you know, I'll show you. All right, this guy's not cooperating. And this is very long. So you want them all to be kind of uniform in terms of size. And I do smell them, they are very aromatic. Um, but again, they're not as sharp in taste as a regular onion, so I would use like three quarters of a larger onion, like a medium to large onion instead if I, if I don't have these. All right, so I'm gonna throw them in quite a bit. Okay, and I'll show you what that looks like too. And then, okay, eggs. All right, so here we go. See how much that is? If I would have put in six of them, it's just too much. So I just put in six, six stalks not six whole green onions with multiple stalks on it. That's just me. All right, so. And I think that's the benefit of watching um, a demonstration as opposed to just reading a recipe because you really make it your own. Okay, Marina, this is for you. These eggs have been cooled. They were in ice water. They're very cool. So. What I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna take it, I'm gonna roll it back and forth. First, it's gonna pop. You hear that? Then I'm gonna roll it back and forth. That's it. All right, and then I'm gonna find like a little opening here. You see how this part is white? And I'm just gonna peel it. Okay? I don't mind brown eggs, doesn't matter. Brown, white, doesn't matter. They're all white on the inside anyway, so it's gonna look like how it's supposed to. Okay. If you get a nice big piece, you could just peel it off from there. If you still have a little shell like this, just dip it in some water. It'll rinse right off. And you don't have to worry too much. That's it. You could also run it under water if you don't have the bowl anymore. Let's move this bit of shell out of the way. I'm all about not having surprises. <laughs> you don't want surprises when it comes to food. Okay, so there we go. Again, a little pop and then a roll. That's it. You can roll it a couple of times. You really only need to roll it once. It doesn't matter. If you feel like you want to keep rolling it, roll it twice. That's fine. But don't roll it so many times because what's going to happen is it's going to get all like for lack of a better word, mushad. It's gonna be very like mushy inside and 
crunchy. I don't know. It's going to fall apart. You don't want that. Okay, so I'm just peeling this guy off. And look how nice. I'm able to separate it enough that the whole thing comes out. That's, that's a joy for me. <laughs> it's the little things in life, you know? All right, this one is done. And the last one. So, now, like I said, for me, this is about presentation. So, what I like to do, sneaky little tip that I do, is I like to slice one and see how pretty it looks. And then, if it's good, then great. That'll be the one that I put on the top. If it looks crazy, there are some eggs that the yolk is like, Nowhere to be found. It's all on the bottom. It looks crazy. That one can go in the mix. Hmm? Yes. Okay. Now you know my secrets. Alright, so let me rinse this guy up. You know, in here. And again, for those who are just joining us, um, I have a water filtration system, so the tap water is just as good as the bottled water. Thank God. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna slice it this way Not too thin mm, You see no yellow already this one is Potentially not gonna be the one Not gonna be the star. Oh, yeah, no this guy you see the yolk popped out. No, 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 no no. You're getting chopped up and thrown in the mix. Sorry, buddy Not happening today. All right, this guy's out of here Not the winner. This is not a winner <clears throat> there. So we're just chopping them up, rough chop, throw them in, being mindful of shells always. Okay, here we go. Okay, now let's try the next one. Oh, let me rinse my hands. All right, let's try the next one. Here we go. Let's get this out of the way. This is the science. <laughs> behind this, okay. Slicing. Okay, this is doing the same thing as the last one. But I may not have much choice if the next one, I'm gonna turn it around the other way so that the yolk doesn't just pop out like how it did before. This is actually not bad because, oh, well, it's not great. But anyway, what it's gonna look like on the salad Is almost like an egg that is cut in egg form so kind of like that it doesn't have to be perfect but that's how I like it to be okay let's see how the next one comes out I don't know if you could see that oh whoops let's see all right let's try the last one let's see how that one goes all right, smells really good in here. Not gonna lie. All right, this one I think is the best one. Yeah. Okay, this one is really good because <clears throat> you can see the yolk in a lot of the pieces. So I don't know. In any case, it's not the biggest deal. I know I'm making it a big deal, but. You're gonna eat it anyway, it's not the end of the world. All right, so I'm gonna just chop this up, put it in to there. All right, 
So we did the eggs. Now we're gonna do the mayonnaise. And then we're gonna do the mustard, the salt and pepper, and that's it, done. All right, so let's see. And my lovely assistant is <clears throat> gonna come out and he's gonna help us do fried Oreos, which is gonna be really exciting. Okay, so the eggs are in. Let's do the mayo, one and a half cups. I'm just gonna rinse this measuring cup. that show um beat bobby flay where he is um competing against chefs and whoever you know is able to beat him in the competition has i guess bragging rights i don't know if they win any money um but i was watching it last night and there was this guy i want to say his name was nick I'm not really sure. Anyway, he's from Brooklyn, and um, he wound up beating this other guy who was like this really well-known chef who has a restaurant with Wolfgang Puck. So I was really impressed that he beat the guy. And everybody was like, oh, this guy is too overconfident. He's not gonna, you know, make it and blah, blah, blah. Um, so he did actually make it because the person he was cooking against didn't make a dish. What they made was a cocktail instead. So Bobby Flay comes out and he's like, okay, I'm gonna give you a um, a secret ingredient and that's the ingredient that you're gonna have to showcase in your meal. So the ingredient that they had was um, passion fruit. And so the guy was like, I'm gonna make a passion fruit cocktail and blah, blah, blah. So he did. And um, then our guy from New York, who I was, you know, rooting for because he's from Brooklyn. And, um, you know, I used to live in Brooklyn, so there you go. Uh, in any case, he wound up making some salmon toast with um, salad and also a yogurt dressing. And um, that actually won. And then he went against Bobby Flay. And he did, um, he, so okay, when you win, you get to go against Bobby Flay and decide what Bobby's gonna make, right? So he's gonna make your signature dish now. So what he had to make was clam bellies. Um, so anyway, the guy works in Brooklyn. If I can remember the name of the restaurant or I can look it up, I'll let you guys know what it is. It's supposed to be really good. And in any case, his signature dish is the clam belly so he made it it was fantastic the judges loved it and he beat bobby flay so that was really cool i've never eaten clam bellies i don't know how appetizing that sounds to me but it looked really good when he was making them they're like deep fried and how could that be wrong <laughs> um and it looked like a lobster roll to me which i love lobster rolls okay so i have my mayo in here and then we just got the mustard, which is one tablespoon of yellow mustard. Um, I would definitely use the yellow if you can. The brown is going to give it like a weird taste, like a little something different. Okay, here we go. Oops. That was a little low on the mustard there. There we go. 
All right, and then we're gonna add last ingredients, salt and pepper. Okay, easy peasy, right? All right, my lovely assistant can start coming out if he would like. My hubby's like, let me know when to send him out. So he can start coming out if he wants. All right, I'm just mixing this all up. And then I'm gonna just add the salt and pepper and then give it another mix. And that's it, that's the whole potato salad. Again, you're gonna have your sliced up egg on the top, you're gonna have your paprika as a garnish, and you're done. Okay, so I'm just gonna put this to the side because it just needs salt and pepper and that's it, okay? So, the final pièce de résistance for today, as you know, in addition to whatever meat you're cooking, if you are cooking meat, um, we're gonna do salmon for my mom, and we're gonna do, I think, steak and hot dogs and burgers, or we might just do two of the three, because it's only us. Um, so it's gonna be really, really good. Okay, and I'll post up pictures later. In the essence of uh, saving time, I'm just gonna move this over to the side. And, let me get that out of the way. Okay. In the interest of saving time, sorry. Alright, so this is my pumpkin, Ethan Jack. Say hi. hi. Yes, that is my baby. And what is one of your favorite cookies that are black? And white in the middle? Oreos. Oreos, yes. This is not pre-rehearsed, people. <laughs> um, okay, so what did you want to make on the show? Pancakes. Pancakes, yes. And so, I kind of felt like maybe pancakes was a little bit something that a lot of people have done before, so I wanted to do something, you know, just jazz it up a little notch. So what I'm gonna do is I have my oil here. What's that? Yeah, I know. She's with daddy. I'm gonna just heat up the oil while we're getting this started. I'm gonna put in, I would say, maybe a quarter of an inch of oil from the bottom of the pan. Okay, so I bought these Oreo minis. You want one now? Just one? Want one now? Okay, just one, just one. He's an Oreo monster, him and his dad. If I let them, they'll eat the whole bag. Actually, this is the second time I've had to buy this in order to make this recipe, because <laughs> the other one went. Okay, what I like to do is, <laughs> I like to just use the complete um, pancake mix on this because, you know, it's just deep fried. It's not a big deal. So, what this calls for is one cup of mix, a half a cup of water. And that makes four to five pancakes. This is super easy. Once you do it, you know, you're going to be like, wow, that was so simple. Oh, well, whatever. This is... Lily says she loves Oreos. Mama Lily from New York. She said she loves Oreos. Do you love them too? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do one cup of water, half a cup of, I'm sorry, one cup of mix, half a cup of water. Daddy's mom. Yeah. Grandma Lily. Jay, that you call him, loves Oreos too. Jay, that you call him. And Nancy's on there. That's our Fifi from Long Island. Say hi. <laughs> Don't eat them all. <laughs> Two 
No, no. Okay, all right. Step away from the Oreos. Get out of here. All right. So I'm going to add, you see, I'm just going to add some more water to this. You want it to be thick, but this is a good thickness. I know, it looks yucky. But I'm just going to add a little bit of tiny, tiny bit more water. When it's done, it's fantastic. Okay. Can I help? Yes, baby. You can help. What you're going to do? Are your hands clean? Did you wash your hands before? No. Go wash your hands and come back. One minute, guys. Okay. Yeah, he's eating the Oreos. I'm like, stop. We're going to do that for a show. Okay, this is a little better. <clears throat> the batter is thick, but I'm able to incorporate all of it. You washed your hands? That was fast. Are you sure? Did you use soap? I know they're wet, but did you use soap? Yes. Okay, great. We're going to fry them anyway. <laughs> so it's like if there's germs, they'll get killed. Okay, so no, what you're going to do, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some Oreos. I'm going to put them on a plate. What? For me? And then, no, not for you to eat. This is about the show. All right, I'm going to put them on the plate. No, stop. No, stop. Okay, okay, okay. The ones that are open, we're not, we're not going to use those. Give me the one. And you can't just be eating while you're cooking. Well, I do that too. <laughs> All right. Okay. Are we good? Mm -hmm. So now you're going to put them in the batter. Okay? Mm -hmm. There's more. Don't worry. The ones that are... Okay, and we're just going to put them in. We're going to dip them and cover them completely. Go ahead. Keep putting them in. I'll cover them. Fine. There's more. Come on. All right. Cover them. Okay, we're covering them. Mm-hmm. More. Okay. I don't think you could fit any more in your mouth. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You got fingers in here, guys. Lots of fingers. All right. My fingers, yours. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. All right. I'm going to take over the rest of this. So you just want to make sure that they're covered in batter. That's pretty much it. And I leave them in the um, batter up until I go to fry them. I'm going to just add a couple more and then cover them as well. I'm going to give you one more. One. Take one. Here. Get out of here. You're going to eat them after this is done when they're fried. That's even better. Oh, no, you're not gonna eat them all by yourself. Okay, so anyway, let's see if the oil is hot. Hang on. What are we making again? Fried Oreos. What? So like everything else, fried Oreos. I just throw a little dot of water in there to see. Yeah. Once it starts sizzling, it'll let me know. I'm gonna take, no, 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 okay. Get out of here. So I'm gonna take a plate. I'm gonna put some paper towels on it. When they come out, He's adorable. That's so cute. Everybody's saying you're adorable. Seven Ita, watchers. Ita said to leave her some Oreos, okay? <laughs> All right. So, um, what I'm going to do And is, I thought you only eat, not Oreos, I thought you only eat fish and, like, rat food or something. Steve is on here, too. Hey, Steve. Who just wants hearts? Those are the people watching. <clears throat> I saw them Those are our friends, yeah. 
That's what comes on the so line. There's six watchers now. Oh, somebody left. Five. Oh, we're losing them. They're dropping like flies, Jack. No! All right, so what you're going to do is you're just going to pick them out <clears throat> with the batter on them and just drop them into the hot oil. Let's see if it's hot yet. Come on. Hi. It's getting there. It's getting there. Okay. I'm looking on the phone. There's only oh. four viewers. Shh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I need to say something. Maybe you should tell a joke. Maybe we'll get more viewers if you tell a joke. No, I'm not going to have oil. You know a riddle. Oh, you mean that one? Yeah. You know, your face is so dirty. You know a riddle. Why do you want to tell them? Tell them a riddle. No. Come on. I'm not going to riddle. Yes, you are. What is the same size of Marena says hi. Well, she didn't say yes. Did but she say yes? Said. She wants to know a riddle? I know, yes. I see your comment on there. <laughs> I don't even know how to write. Oh, Maybe okay. I can write. Where's Tell them the riddle, baby. They got to say I want to know. Marena says yes. Everybody wants to know. Come on, tell us. You got us in suspense. What is the riddle? Come on. No, you say. Oh my gosh. They don't want to hear me say it. They've been listening to me talk forever. Boo for mommy. Boo for mommy. Wait a minute. That's not a riddle. I know. Tell them, tell them. That's my name. Oh my lord. Put my name too. All right. So once, like a pancake, they get like bubbles and stuff and golden brown on one side, you're just going to go ahead and flip them over. I know, tell them the riddle. Tell them, please. I have people listening on the podcast that want to know. Yeah, if you them. don't like it, I'll never be on Cooking Angel again. I'm sure they're going to love it. I'm it's sure they're going to hate it. They're going to love it. Tell them. Let's go. Come on. The dragon flies on the moon. Tell them that one. That's a good one. Ethan Jack, tell them, please. Why? Come on, be a friend. Tell them. Fine, tell them the the rules. Huh? Okay. Ask them to guess. That would be a good way to do it. Okay, guess what I'm going to say. No, not guess what I'm going to say. Guess the answer to the riddle, silly. Guess the answer to the riddle? Yes. How? <laughs> um... Okay, okay. I will tell no, you. Fine. Oh, now. Okay, go ahead. Tell them. What's the same size as a dragon? And weighs nothing. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we have any good um, guesses here. What's the same size as a dragon but weighs, weighs nothing? Weighs nothing. Ethan old, but Ethan, don't spill it. <laughs> don't Did spill it. Did any guesses on there so far? I know you're watching this, Ethan. All right, Bobby, watch out a little bit, okay? So 
don't spare the beans. This is how they look. They're very golden brown. This is like one of those carnival foods, like I mentioned earlier. What she said. And you can see. And then what I'm gonna do? A cloud. She said a cloud. No. No. That's that's a good guess though. She what said else? that last time. She said that last time. She must have forgot what the answer was. What could it be? Are you gonna tell them, or you want someone else what, to guess? What? What did she say? She said a cloud. No. Someone oh, else. someone else guess? Uh, hmm. I don't know. Maybe we should be nice and tell them. Maybe. Fine. <gasps> but if there's one more guess, comment. Comment down below. <laughs> he watches a lot of YouTube. All right, tell them. Tell them what it is. Comment. Somebody, please them. comment. One more comment, please. A balloon. No. That's a really good guess, too. Yeah, but it was a shadow. The answer is a shadow. Ooh. That is awesome. Okay, so these are done. And yeah, it's yeah, honestly yeah. that fast. I mean, I didn't cook them all yet, but... You know, just so you guys can see them, and then I'm gonna jump off here and finish up everything else I've been making. Um, that's pretty much it. What happens is that they cool down, they're on a paper towel. Nancy, eat that. Said I remember now. Nancy says that's a good riddle. Marina says good one, Jack. You see, that was a good one. Why did you put thumbs down? No. That was a good, good riddle. It really was. No, I like that one a lot. Yes, it was. So look, these, do they look delicious? <laughs> He's like, no. They are really good though. They are. Um, so what I'm going to do. They're not Oreos anymore. Sure they are. They're fried Oreos. So I it's like Oreo. Oreo goodness. Just deep fried. Yeah. These are better. And then I'll <laughs> let them cool and put confectioner sugar on them on top. Ew, and I'll show you guys a picture. You could, <coughs> excuse me. You could do them with a full-size Oreo, obviously. Um, we're on a diet here, as you can see, so we're using the mini ones. And then with the sugar on top, it's really good too. So I got all. Oh, you see, you dropped them. So there you go. All right, guys. Well, wonderful cooking with you today um thank you for bearing with me oh what's in the batter the batter is literally um complete pancake mix that's it that's any brand it doesn't matter um <clears throat> add enough water that it's still very thick but um you know you can incorporate all the dry mix into it and that's it just dip them spell j j j a y no that is j um and daddy says more for me um you could just make sure that they're covered completely and then throw them into hot oil i have mm -hmm. um a fry daddy that lily had gotten mm -hmm. me i haven't used it on the show yet because i know not everybody has one but i am going to do a show that is just fried foods and i'll definitely have that running as well and um it's super awesome to use so easy and fast so but i'm doing these on the stove today so in any case they are delicious I'm um, trying to see if one of them is cool enough. They're still really, really hot. So you just want to give them time and then let them cool and then sprinkle them with confectioner sugar. So can you say bye to everybody? More onions for fun, okay? Why? No, 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 no. Okay, say bye-bye. No. Say goodnight, Gracie. No. Say bye-bye. I need to spell J. Okay.
Okay, bye guys. Have a wonderful uh, Memorial Day. And Daddy, again, thank mommy, you to everyone who yet. has served don't hang up for us. Thing. Why? I need to spell J-A-Y. Oh my goodness. I need to find His one. name is not J-A-Y on Facebook. It's J-O-N. Who cares? Oh my gosh. All right. Bye. Have a wonderful day. Take care, guys. Thanks for joining. Don't hang up yet. Oh,